Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash butthole. If you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight into today's first story. And today's first story comes from International Rip 4288 who asks, am I the asshole for breaking the lease? And they also posted this a couple of days before, but it got removed because I think it was too long. And the title on that one was, am I the asshole for no contact leaving and giving up? Throughout our time living together, my roommate told me not to eat in front of her, not to leave evidence of eating or any food scraps anywhere slash on plates, not to say no to her when she tells me to do something and not to cry anywhere but my bedroom. I feel terrible about myself and I started to withdraw and stay out the house most of the time especially because I didn't feel comfortable eating there after her comments. I would only talk to her about household-related stuff because I was exhausted of everything I did being wrong. Eventually, she told me not talking to her because I felt disrespected by her was disrespectful itself, so I told her I wanted to move out. Two days later, she told me she found a sublease and just needed to confirm with them. One and a half weeks later, I asked for an update on confirmation. She told me she actually didn't have anyone and wouldn't until June. I told her I was going to have to start looking myself, but that I wanted her to feel comfortable and safe and meet the person before we made any decisions. She started saying I wasn't allowed and no matter what I said, she continued to refuse the option. I contacted the landlord and he told me I have every right to find a subleaser and encouraged me to let him terminate the lease and give her a hard deadline of three months to find someone or get out because he thought she was a difficult person and a high maintenance tenant and that I wasn't going to be able to compromise with her. I wasn't comfortable with this offer because I felt it was super unfair to her so I told the landlord I needed some time to think about it. I also decided I was going to move out that weekend because it wasn't worth the state of fear and anxiety I'd been in for months. I was still thinking about the landlord's offer and didn't know what to do, so I kept telling my roommate I needed time to think. While I was moving out, she and her mother demanded that I give them my keys and I said I would give them to the landlord. They said there was a key that there was only one copy of and I had to give it to them. I knew I didn't have it, but I tested all my keys to be sure. They followed me out into the street and demanded the key. I maintained I didn't have it and continued to say I'd call the landlord to straighten it out. Later, I called the landlord and he told me that one, the key they were talking about didn't exist and two, he'd given her the deal of having three months to find someone or leave without my permission when she called him right after I had left. I felt awful but figured the situation was over and decided to let go and start to focus on my own healing. She continued to text me about this key and about the lease after this and I ignored her. Then she said I'd be haunted if I didn't text her back. That scared me so I sent her a text saying the landlord should have told her the key doesn't exist and what he wanted to do with the lease and to never contact me again. 
I feel terrible about how this played out. Now, first of all, I wouldn't feel terrible about how this played out at all. I mean, you went through the proper channels, you went through your landlord to try to find the solution here. But let's go back to the very first paragraph. Your roommate said not to eat in front of her, not to leave evidence of eating or any food scraps anywhere on the plates and not to say no to her when she tells you to do something and not to cry anywhere but your bedroom. I mean, what the hell is this? Roommate has clearly got something going on and they shouldn't be roommates with anyone if they're going to act like this. If someone told me to act in those certain ways, I'd be either having really strong words with them or I'd be moving out as soon as I can because I wouldn't be putting up with this nonsense at all. But again, I got to say, the roommate doesn't sound very stable in this. So I did look into the poster's history to see if we could find any additional information about what they think might be going on, but it just wasn't there. But the Quasio says, OP, this is going to be one of those life experiences that you look back on as a huge learning curve. Hope you learn that you didn't deserve to live under such ridiculous demands. You were strong enough to stand up and take back your freedom and that your mental health is very important. You did nothing wrong and actually gave in to a silly rules way too easily. I'm glad you're out and hope your next living situation is peaceful and healthy. Good luck OP, not the arsehole. Nuts Michelle says not the arsehole, she sounds mentally ill. You're out now and that's all that matters. Block her from being able to contact you further. Munchkin D13 says not the arsehole, you worked it out with the landlord. He's being very fair in all this, the roommate seems crazy. If she has issues, she can take it up with the landlord, block her and move on. Terry Sass says, not the arsehole, your former roommate has issues, you're well rid of her and you did nothing wrong. And one more from Caprice's Salad in 1985 who says, not the arsehole and she's not the landlord so you're not beholden to her. Good for you for holding your ground when being bullied by her and her mum. If you're super concerned, consider posting this in a legal advice sub but since you clear things with the landlord, if you don't have things in writing, I would get them in writing just in case she tries some nonsense. I think you're okay. I had a crazy roommate when I first got out of college and when I moved out, she tried to say I owed her all sorts of money to cancel the cable and internet that my name wasn't on and she was still using. Yeah, no. I told her she could take me to court and she disappeared. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? I mean, it's a 100% not the arsehole, it just has to be. But I thought the story was interesting, the, the dynamic between this roommate and the first paragraph where they were demanding, you know, you can't say no to them, you can't eat in front of them, you can't cry in front of them, you can't do nothing in front of them, basically. How would you act in that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from DonkeyBoy911 who says, am I the asshole for not accepting my girlfriend's 18 year old's behavior in my home? My girlfriend recently moved into my home. She has an 18 year old son. I wasn't excited about having more kids around. I was very clear on that, but the housing crisis being what it is, she can't buy her own home so that she can have a place until he is ready to leave the nest. I've raised six kids. My youngest is 19, the only one left home. All my kids are in school or have successful careers. I was clear that with them, I didn't want to raise more kids, that he needed to behave as an adult, pull his weight and respect my home. I have a nice home. When he moved in, he chose the junior master. He is a slob and has no self-awareness. The other night I saw him go to the fridge, open the door and because he was so engrossed in his phone, he left the door open for eight minutes while he watched whatever was on the phone. 
The biggest issue I have is that the bedroom he chose and private bathroom have poor steam dissipation. The bathroom has no window, just a fan. When he moved in, I explained to him that the fan had to be run and you couldn't take long showers or the paint, wood moldings and casings would get damaged. I've spoken to my girlfriend about this and she has spoken to him more than a few times. Now, of course, there is damage and he continues to take at least 20 to 30 minute showers. Holy moly, how big's your hot water tank? My girlfriend is so protective. Every parental discussion has to be delivered in a sandwich. I've tried it and I'm not getting through. I've been around enough kids to know when they are playing their parents. He has completely taken advantage of his mum, but you can't tell another parent that. I'm told he has ADD, ADHD, and every other acronym in the book. He thinks I don't like him. I think that's because I see right through him. But like I've told his mum, it's not that I don't like him, I don't like his behavior, the lack of respect for my home. I'm not here to criticize anyone's parenting style. God knows I didn't know what I was doing with mine and probably still don't. Guess that's why I'm here. I'm a father of all boys. In my quiver is an A10 fighter pilot and a cybersecurity specialist, a banker and good students. I can tell when a boy is coddled and manipulating his mum. I feel like an asshole pointing things out that I feel are not okay. There isn't any self-awareness here. This is an adult and is living in my home. And with that comes responsibility. Anyone wonder about his father and going to live there? Well, that's where he learned his slovenly nature. But his father is a huge stoner and after getting divorced from his mother, got remarried, but instead of living with his wife, he lives in a grow house where he rents a room. There is no room for his son. We are leaving for Christmas and he doesn't want to go. I don't want him in my home alone unsupervised. Am I the asshole if I insist he not be allowed to stay while we are gone? Beyond that, am I the asshole for continuing to insist that my home is taken care of and respected? Call me crazy or an asshole, but I feel that if you live in a nice home, it comes with a certain level of responsibility. Now, I totally understand that you don't want your, your house to be disrespected, you to be disrespected and you know, your place trashed. I totally get that. And I can understand why you wouldn't want to leave your house alone with this person. Where you started losing me though is where you said I'm told he has ADD and ADHD and every other acronym in the book. And it's like, well, to me, and I may be wrong here, it almost felt like you was rolling your eyes at that point. And you know, playing down these things isn't gonna help the situation. If he does have ADHD, it may explain some of what's happening here. But waiting for June says everyone sucks here. How on earth was none of this known or addressed before you moved in together? She's the asshole for parenting her kid. He's the asshole for obvious reasons. You're the asshole for being shocked Pikachu when this happens and then trying to be the hard ass stepdad about it and expecting that to go over well. OP replies saying, well, I'm not a hard ass dad. I got into this by being rescue Ronnie, I guess. I am the asshole, I suppose, but it certainly was addressed. Tenacious Tiger says everyone sucks here. He sounds like a kid, but I gotta say, if your complaints are that he got distracted by his phone and he takes 20 to 30 minute showers, then you're definitely projecting. If that bathroom is broken to the point where normal showers cause damage, you shouldn't have let him use it in the first place. OP replies saying true to some degree, but there wasn't really an option other than to share a Jack and Jill bathroom with my son. Intrepid Fox says everyone sucks here. I feel like even at 18, it's horrible for a young person to be told they are unwanted, which is what you have done by repeatedly stating you didn't want him there. Add to this, he clearly has an asshole father who doesn't want him either. To be honest, your girlfriend should have found another solution because there is no way my son would be staying in a house where he has been made to feel so unwelcome. 
Not saying the boy's behavior in your house is okay, but it seems like you are so annoyed by it because you didn't even want him there in the first place. OP replies saying, Not really true. I didn't state our conversation correctly. Simply put, I actually told him my younger son together, I didn't want to have kids and children in the house. They're adults now and were expected to behave that way. I didn't want to have to pick up after anyone and expected them not to act as this was a hotel. Bread and Book says, please read about ADHD immediately. The behavior you describe is typical. You perceive it as lazy and carelessness, but it isn't coming from someone with ADHD. It's a lack of executive functioning, which includes pervasive disorganization, spacing out, losing track of time and overwhelm. Shaming or punishing this boy will not help him or your relationship. Blaming your girlfriend's parenting is also toxic. I completely understand your frustration, but you're the arsehole if you dismiss this boy's diagnosis through your own ignorance, and so is your girlfriend if she doesn't protect her son first in this situation. Papa Quick says you're the arsehole. He's a teenager. The behaviors you are describing are not extreme and nothing you've included in this post seems to indicate that he's some sort of master manipulator or problem child. The supposed issues you're describing sound 100% like typical ADHD symptoms, which as an ADHD adult, I have plenty of experience with. Both leaving the fridge open too long and taking longer showers could be due to time blindness, a common ADHD symptom that makes it difficult to be aware or track the passage of time. And I mean, seriously, the worst behavior you can come up with is takes long showers. It really sounds like you're just looking for any little behavior to be problematic in order to justify you not wanting them there. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to live with a kid, but you made the choice to live together with his mother and he's part of that package deal. And if the bathroom he's using is that bad, fix it. It's your freaking house. Take responsibility. Also, just a side note, but your adult children's professions are a reflection of them, not you or your parenting abilities. Ms. Enzi says, you're the asshole for caring more about a house than the son of the person you supposedly love. Also for not believing in the existence of ADHD or not even looking into it. Do you even know what meds he is taking if he is doing therapy? OP replies saying, he isn't on any meds or any therapies. It isn't my place to tell her to get him into treatment. I don't doubt those illnesses are real in people, but when there seems to be no other manifestations other than when it comes to a careless attitude and no effort is made to get some type of therapy, what am I supposed to think? He isn't a bad person, just raised with care, which is a lot different than how you raise six rowdy boys that are required a different kind of care and a lot of rules that everyone is expected to follow. I give a lot of freedom, but expect responsible behavior in return. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And our next story comes from Ajami, who says, would I be the asshole for kicking my daughter out? I, 38 female, lost my job last year and, have, and since then, I've been unable to find another job that pays the same amount. Found a job but have 40K pay cut. I'm selling my house and downsizing. I've moved into my boyfriend's condo, which is a 1,100 square foot, two bedrooms and two baths with my 12 year old, but my 19 year old has remained in the house while most of the house has been packed up. My house is 2,300 square feet, three bedrooms and three bathrooms. The new place is much smaller for four people, but we plan on getting a bigger place once my house is sold. My 19-year-old hardly works. She does DoorDash here and there, always begging for money. She doesn't know that I know, but she also asks other family for money. Usually says she needs food, food delivery, and gas. There are things she should be able to afford as she has no other bills to pay. She doesn't want to go to college, even though her father has given her his GI Bill from the military. She mainly smokes weed all day and wants to become a singer and slash social media influencer. She doesn't contribute to any bills. I gifted her a car last year when she turned 18 and not once has she paid her car insurance, as she promised, and has never paid the taxes on the car. I paid mainly because everything is in my name. Three months ago, she asked my boyfriend if he would pay $1,500 a month for her to rent a place for a year. We told her no. I talked to her dad and he told me that she complained that the move was out of the blue and she just found out. Her dad knew that this was a lie because I had discussions with him about my plan to downsize six months ago. She also asked him to pay $1,500 a month for an apartment a year. He said no. She also complained to him that she does not want to share a room with her sister because she feels they don't get along. She asked her fiance's parents if she could move in with them because of all of this. Her grandparents plan on officially declining her tomorrow. They're waiting for me to have a sit down with her first before telling her. She lied about being pregnant in an attempt to manipulate her boyfriend's parents into allowing her to move in with them. They have a huge spectator home. But that scheme blew up in her face and his parents requested she stay away from their son. She doesn't know how I know about the faked pregnancy and the convo with her dad and grandparents. I want to tell her to move out and support herself. She has a month to figure out what she's going to do next. I will tell her she can join the military, just like her dad and I did. Or she can go to FLA, is that Florida? Where my family lives, but she will have to work. My family won't tolerate her laying around all day smoking weed. I would also start the process of transferring the car title to her, so if she fails to pay taxes or insurance, it will be solely by her responsibility. She won't get a steady job or go to school. Not using the GI Bill is leaving money on the table. She continues to lie and doesn't realize many of us know about it. Would I be the asshole if I told her she needs to move out? Now, I potentially may get hate for this one, <laughs> so I'm prepared for it. But I kind of do feel, well, obviously, this is an 18-year-old. They need to sort their shit out. Absolutely. But who raised her? Who raised her to this situation? And I kind of look back and I think, 
if I was to lay about in my house with my parents there smoking weed, well, that wouldn't happen pretty much. <laughs> and that goes for the same for any of my brothers. So I do wonder about how she was raised. And I'm not going to totally bash on OP for this because I don't know the ins and outs of it. And whilst I'm tempted to say a uh, not the arsehole because, you know, you can't enable someone like this to carry on with what they're doing. I also feel like it's a bit of everyone sucks here as well because you raised this person. So to immediately just give this person a month now after they've got to this point feels a little bit irresponsible to me. Maybe it's not. There's quite a few worrying things in this post. You know, the, the grandparents are, are thinking of officially declining it. You, you don't want her there. She lied about being pregnant in an attempt to manipulate her boyfriend's parents into allowing her to move in with them. You know, that, that's really worrying behavior. So I don't, I'm on the edge on this one. But waiting for June says everyone sucks here. I'm going to assume you raised this child. It sounds like you are reaping what you have sown. Your daughter obviously is an asshole for being a leech, but she didn't magically become this way overnight. You have enabled and fostered this behavior. And now you're shocked Pikachu that she isn't a productive member of society at 19. OP replies this saying, I think you are right. I have been too lenient and passive as a parent. I gave her passes when I should have put my foot down. I raised my daughters as a single parent for the past four years and working all the time. Being absent did not help. Dragon's Love Boxes says not the asshole. Sounds like your daughter needs a reality check. Although I can't help but wonder how she's become like this. Is there an undiagnosed medical or mental issue perhaps or is she just a lazy moocher? Either way, lying and trying to manipulate people makes you a con artist and that won't fly with strangers. Family will only tolerate it so long as she's about to discover. I feel a bit bad for her. However, if you warned her previously, then chances are she has no one to blame by herself. Also, you want her away from the younger sister. Bad influence. VROF says info, why did you buy a car for someone who had no job and no way to pay for insurance, registration or gas? Why would she think someone is willing to pay 1500 a month for her to rent an apartment? OP replies saying, had gotten the car while she was in high school, 17. She worked a steady job and she did well in school. I had no reason at the time that she would turn into a mooch. When I gifted her the car, she had registered for college classes. Eventually she dropped the classes and she quit her job after she got the car. I think she believes that my boyfriend has disposable income because he has a good job, but I think she is crazy for asking. Keza 70 says not the asshole. She is an adult and she needs to behave and live like one. Shane Viz says not the asshole. If she has money to buy weed, she has money to pay rent and bills. Booker likes replies that saying, I know I'm coming from a biased perspective as a woman who was thrown out of a home young. Is it possible this daughter is just an awful person? Sure, but when I was her age, I never bought weed. My older boyfriend did. It's easy to get lost and behave badly, especially if others around you are enabling that behavior. But I agree she should have been contributing. My kid is 18 and studying and he gets help from us, but he has to pay for things like his phone, clothes, travel, etc. The journey to full adult independence isn't overnight. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do in this situation if you was OP? Do you think a month isn't long enough to get her shit together and sort herself out? Or do you think there is more to this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to another story. And our next story comes from TinyAd4151. Am I the asshole for not letting my husband buy a $500 cashmere sweater? <laughs> my, th <laughs> my husband is 33 years old and I am 30 years old. We have a three-year-old son. 
Yesterday, my husband and I were out shopping and we came across a sweater he really liked. I acknowledged that it fit him really well, which is rare because he is large in the shoulders and arms, yet lean in the stomach. Most things that fit him well in the shoulders droop down over his stomach. He told me that since he had gotten his winter bonus, he'd like to buy it. I looked at the price tag and saw that it cost almost $500. First, I asked if he knew the first thing about taking care of cashmere. Well, no. I asked if he knew how to maintain it properly so it wouldn't get big limp balls and be thrown out at the end of winter. Again, no. I know my husband. Maybe he would commit to the proper maintenance once or twice. Then he would just wear it like you'd throw on a $10 sweatshirt. I think on some level, he knew this too. So I said I was opposed to him buying it. Money wasn't exactly an issue, but for a guy who usually wears jeans and a long sleeve shirt, I can't imagine why he would need an expensive, delicate sweater like that. I told him I would be happy to shop with him more to find something else that fit him. But he immediately began sulking and just gave up. On the ride home, he was just quiet, still pouting about the sweater. In the evening, he approached me and said that he hated getting my approval for buying his own clothes and he really wished I'd have more faith in him. I can kind of understand where he was coming from, but as a couple, mutual financial decisions should be made mutually, right? Or was I just an asshole for saying no? And we're gonna start straight away with Gogo Wine who says, you're the asshole. If money isn't an issue here and he actually found something that fits him really well, you could have gone for it. Does he give approval on your clothing? He told you how he feels about getting your approval for buying his clothes. I would hate to have to do that as an adult. Mr. Natural 18 says, no one's an asshole here. My father bought me a cashmere sweater when I was in my mid-teens. I wore it over a shirt, so it rarely touched my skin. Other than that, I did nothing special. I love that sweater and wore it during cold weather for at least three decades. It still looked great. I suggest that you go buy your husband the cashmere and give it to him for Christmas character tonight says i'll be the unpopular opinion here but in my opinion it doesn't really matter what fits him what he knows how to take care of or what your financial situation is just because you're well off doesn't mean 500 isn't an obscene amount of money to spend on a sweater he very well could know how to take care of it and be happy to but i still think you wouldn't be the asshole for saying no clothes or not seems like people are forgetting that in most relationships you ask the other person for permission to spend amounts generally far less than that anyway if he doesn't want her permission for clothes, don't ask for clothes that are worth a car payment for a single item. Edit for judgment, no one's an arsehole here. He's not the arsehole for asking or being upset that you said no, but you definitely aren't the arsehole for not being okay with $500 being spent on one damn sweater. Laurie bro says you're the arsehole, it's Christmas, it's his bonus, money isn't an issue. This is not potentially pattern of behavior. It's not worth your husband resenting for one thing he actually liked. Bran Pratt says, you're the asshole. Preventing him from having it solely because you don't think he would take care of it is a bit much. He got a bonus, he wanted the sweater. He was excited to find something that looked great and fit him well, and then you took that away from him. You aren't his mother. If he ruins a sweater he paid for with his bonus, then you get to say, and I told you so, but the idea he can't buy the sweater because you think he wouldn't take care of it, and how would he ever learn with your attitude? So his bonus money should be couple's money or otherwise better spent on something you approve of is fairly assholeish. And one more from Arden Chair Shrink who says, my husband bought a roached out old car in 2020 as a resto project. He asked me what I thought. I had no idea if he knew enough to work on the car to any great extent. My answer was, it's your money. You're the asshole, his bonus, his money, his choice. Now, 
What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And just a huge thank you to each and every one of you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the channel, liking the videos, all that good stuff. As always, there is a playlist at the very end of this video that will scroll through all the videos so you don't have to do anything. Just chill out. <laughs> thank you for your love, your support, and your time, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.